Hello, everyone. Welcome back to uh, Talking to America podcast. Oh, my gosh. I leave for, what, two weeks to do some work and some training and some uh, vacation time, I guess, with family. And I come back and, oh, boy, the world has changed. So we're going to (laughs) let's just review what happened in what, three weeks? Wow, three weeks. The world has changed so much. And I'm walking around a little bit because I'm watching uh, the dog and the cat. Um, Everlyn and Rave. Rave is, she's got an uh, ear infection, pretty bad one, in her right ear. And she's just laying right here. So, and I'm looking for the little booklet that I use to go over the amendments. Oh, found it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a wild ride. I mean, we've just... I just turned to the 25th Amendment. That... We'll go over that in a, in a little bit. A couple of... Yeah, okay, so... Yeah, a couple of weeks. I'm going back to uh, as much as I can... I don't think I'm going to be able to do six days a week or six times a week like I did before. But I definitely can get back into the groove of things. Work was just really crazy. I mean, it was like back. I I get up. I go to work. Uh, Monday through Saturday, uh, 8 to 12. And then I'd go work out, I'd eat lunch, I'd get back to work until like, I don't know, 8.30, 8 o'clock at night. Because um, I'm in life insurance. So we kind of run our schedules a little bit, you know, uh, from 8 to 12. Sorry, Everlyn's being a little weird. Um, from 8 to 12, we do phone calls. And then from basically 3 p.m. to 9 we do presentations for our life insurance. And so, as you can tell, the schedule is a little weird. Today is Saturday, so our schedule was really weird. Um, I went in at 10 o'clock. I did phone calls, no meetings, just phone calls, from 10 to, I think, 2.15. So was that four hours, 15 minutes of phone calls? But I set up appointments for tomorrow, one appointment, and then Monday, uh, I think four appointments. So five, right? I, I wanted to get five in. And so that's what we're told. We're told at least five appointments a day, schedule, you know, six and four or five and five, right? You do the two days. You do the day of and the next day. Never more than that. And it's been an interesting experience going into that field. It's a skill set. I think, I don't know if you guys can hear, but everyone's playing with her little toy. And she's just next to me purring. So it's, so back to, back to work, right? Uh, it's, it's demanding, but it's really rewarding, when you get sales or when you get recruits or when you get people that are making money is really rewarding because the payouts are so stinking high. Each each uh, policy. And each policy is different, of course, and they pay out differently. 
it's just when I when I heard or when I looked at my paycheck, I was like, oh, this isn't bad for the first week. And then to to make my bonus, this is this is pretty good. Okay. And so the next day, so I got my paycheck on Friday, right? So today's Saturday. I just cranked it out for four hours, 15 minutes. I was like, yeah, I'll do whatever I have to do to get these appointments. Because here's the thing. I actually did, I'm successful. I really put in the work. Sure, I only made two sales, but I was successful. And um, sorry, the cat's chewing on my hand. I don't know why. She must think it's like, she. oh, she really likes the hair. Uh, on my hand <laughs> or what's I know yeah I know Evelyn you love the little hairs on my arm uh, so it's really interesting just to go up oh, now she's chewing on the book when when we look at the nation and what happened on Wednesday which by the way that was three days ago and they're still going on on the news they're still going off about it like oh my gosh it's Pearl Harbor number two it's not. It was just a hundred people acting like idiots, and the left reacted like everything was gone, like everything was over. And they for, they really ignore what happened this summer. In June, the whole entire capital was on fire. My friend, he posted some photos. And it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And now I'm on parlor. And it's true. Like what what Eric Trump is saying. The Make America Great movement is not going anywhere. It has created... His father has created the greatest political movement in American history. And it's true. It's pretty much shown... That people still, most people still believe America is a good place. It's a great place. It's just had so much political bullcrap happen in the last 50 years. And we can really tell the political bullcrap went through the roof Thursday morning. When I woke up and I looked on Parler and I saw Trump has been banned from Twitter. Trump has been banned from Facebook. Trump has been banned from every social media outlet. Trump has been banned from Reddit. He's also been banned from uh, using financial services. Trump has been banned from shopping on Amazon. I saw those headlines and I thought, oh, crap. The left has lost their mind. And not only that, and they're going after us. We're the next on the target list. I'm pretty sure this podcast is about to be uh, censored pretty dang quick because I speak out against the big tech and I speak out against people that are uber rich. I really do. I don't mind the people who work really hard to become rich. I care about the people who create businesses and then they say, Oh, well, uh, you don't agree with us, so we're going to make sure that you can't shop with us or you can't purchase slash do e-commerce with us. And I'm a big e-commerce fan. Like, my parents own an online retail store that's e-commerce. I own an online retail store that's e-commerce. So I have nothing against MLM. I have nothing against 
uh, person-to-person marketing, in-person, digital, whatever, right? I don't mind. Virtual. I don't care. Actually, I'm a big fan of it. And COVID has really made it clear that that's where the world's going. Here's the problem. Only one side of the aisle carries all of those e-commerce cards. And the rest of us just have to sit here and uh, basically take it and just say, well, I guess we're just going to have to shut up for the next two years, four years, eight years. We don't know. By the way, Giuliani just put something out. And he's... What really happened... By the way, his video got censored on YouTube, so I'm not surprised. I mean, the guy is a stinking genius when it comes to coming out with the truth, especially with the election fraud, which, by the way, I've been listening to interviews with data analysts, and they all say the fraud's real. They all calculated and said, oh, yeah, the improbability of these things happening is so stinking high. It's not even funny. Here's the evidence, and they play a time-lapse video of, okay, this is what happened the night of the election. All right, this is the the calculations and the tabulations of the votes. See that Bidens are going up, Trumps are going down, but they never go back up, and it's and we have 432,000 counts of fraud in Pennsylvania. The evidence, and by the way, they say that's just, that's one state. All 50 states have fraud. They're stating that all 50 states have some form of fraud in it. Those swing states, though, have the most fraud. They got really stupid because they didn't think, oh, well, the data of, we didn't think about the data. So we kind of have to, sorry, um, uh, something from Crowder. Louder with Crowder, man. Some offensive new show just came out, um, which I'm not surprised. The left runs the media. They run the what kids watch on cable. I'm, I'm not really surprised that they're going to put stuff that's, very, very offensive. Oh, ouch. Everyone's uh, turned my leg into a, a chew toy. Uh, it's it's a wild world, guys. It's, it's a new world. It's, it's what we're going to be dealing with for the next probably eight years if we don't fix this. Four years, sorry. Two years, four years, I don't know. I always say eight because I already know Biden's going to get reelected illegally if we don't, if we don't um, fix things. Now... There is a uh, petition to get Cuomo not – sorry. Cuomo wants to go watch the Bills, right? He's a Bills fan, Buffalo Bills. Um, but he's telling everyone you have to stay home. You can't watch football. You can't do – you can't live your life. And then the, they're trying to – it's funny. It's absolutely funny. He's telling people and then he goes and does it himself. He's a, he's a moron. They're all morons. Newsom's a moron. I was just talking to my cousin. He's like, come to California. I'm like, frick that. No. And so it, it's, a, uh, it's a different world that we live in now with COVID. And by the way, if they really... Oh, one second. Oh, she just ran away. Whoa. Um, wow. Okay. Both the cat and the dog are out here. As you can hear, I got the little waterfall running in the background and the dog is right here chewing on her chew toy and sniffing around. I'm sorry, her her little stick and 
walking around. Now, to get back to what I was saying, the world has changed. COVID's probably going to be over in the next few months. This is what I'm predicting. And the reason why I'm predicting it this way is because there is no way in heck Joe Biden can keep this up. It is not popular. He clearly saw what happens when Americans get pissed off. They go raid the capital of whatever state, whatever country, right? We're, my dad keeps saying that there's going to be like this Jericho march in the next few months, probably February. And I think he's right. It's going to happen in all these lockdown states too, where it's like, well, okay, we raided the capital. We can go raid Newsom's place. We can go raid the governor of uh, Port, sorry, Oregon. <laughs> we could go raid Gretchen Whitmer, uh, her place, Knit Whitmer. <laughs> and so we could go raid her place. Yeah, we could go march. We can go do that because people are starting to realize, oh, if they can do it, well, then I can do it too and free my state. Uh, Missouri, you know, Minnesota, all these states, they're going to just, people are going to peacefully, now I'm going to say peacefully protest, not do what happened where those hundred people, by the way, those were Antifa and BLM supporters, and they were all ID'd as those. Uh, They took their clothes off and basically ID'd them by their tattoos and were able to see that, oh, this was Antifa, this was BLM. Okay, we're good. These weren't actual Trump supporters. So got the facts straight, okay? That... That has been proven, and that's why Giuliani's video got censored because that's exactly what he said. The evidence showed that it was Julian, or sorry, that it was Antifa and BLM. The rest were uh, Trump supporters. Now, the weird thing is, we don't know who told the police officers to let people into the Capitol building. I'm thinking. By the way, the head of that uh, the police department there in D.C. has resigned, so I'm thinking whoever. He, uh, he was the scapegoat for the whole thing. My guess is it's Beto O'Rourke, but it could be someone else. It could be someone higher up. I mean, we know James Comey. We know other people do not like Trump. Most people don't like Trump right now. So it could be anyone. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's been a kind of a wild three weeks coming back to everything. My brother's right here playing with the dog so it was about this is the most normal part of my day um at except for actually i do have a call at six o'clock to do for work but other than that i mean it's peaceful it's quiet we're just i I don't know i mean with all three branches of government it's not gonna last long that's the relieving thing that i think i've been told by march either trump's gonna be back in office or because the Supreme Court will look at the evidence or Biden will basically die from stress because the country's in so much chaos and then Kamala will be president and then she'll have to pick like Omar or AOC as her vice. Actually, sorry, AOC can't be her vice because she's too young. Um, I think that that's where the world's going because I say the world because the rest of the world's looking at us like, what's, what do we do? What's the next step? Are we going to get out of COVID? Are we going to, what are we going to do? And they look at our chaos and they realize, oh crap, things aren't getting better in the U.S. Matter of fact, they're getting worse and it's going to get worse, but then it's going to get better and then it's going to get worse and then it's going to get better. That's just how cycles work. 
for example, it's going to get worse in the sense that we're going to have to rise up, but it's going to get better afterwards because, oh, there's peace and prosperity and things are going to go back to before COVID and it's going to be all good. If, if Joe, here's the thing. If Joe Biden wants to play it cool, if Joe Biden wants to be popular, if he wants to be the next greatest thing, if he wants to get all the fame and all the fortune, and if Joe Biden listens to this, well then, okay, you're going to have to say that I helped you out. <laughs> you need, he needs to open the country back up, make the vaccine go viral, let everyone have an opportunity to take it, Make sure everyone's got the antibodies and then open the country back up and then you'll be the hero. You'll be called the hero, Biden. Now, if you want to be stupid, well, then keep the country locked down. Tell everyone to have a mask mandate for the next hundred days. I'm telling you, don't do that. It's very stupid. It's not popular. People aren't going to like you. They're going to want to throw you out of office. Clearly, we've seen that people can do this and are capable of this. The American people will do this. If you want to be popular, if you want to be... Unlike Trump, remember? Trump was not popular. Well, at least with politicians. But anyway, you just got to play it cool, Joe. (laughs) So, uh, I think we're going to end the news portion of this podcast for now. Um, now let's get into the amendment of the day, which is Amendment 16. Amendment 16 is Congress will have power to assess and collect taxes on income from all sources. These taxes will not be based on the census or divided proportionately between the states. Wow, this is an interesting amendment. This is when taxes were added into our system. Now, because of COVID, there's a lot of tax relief for the next year or two. I think that's what they said. Like the next two years or whatever, there's going to be COVID relief on the, on the uh, taxes. Now, this leaves us a little bit vulnerable to where the money is going to come from for all these stimulus checks that are coming out. We may be forced to increase our inflation That's going to suck. Everything's going to cost a lot more. This is why you have to make a lot more money in the economy we're in. And just to forlorn, we just have to be careful. We really got to be careful with this because we could really screw up the economy again. If we tax the rich, right, the people who are providing jobs for people if we tax the crap out of them then there will be no one to tax now what does that mean that means if we're nice to the business owners right give them tax breaks do whatever we can so that they're not paying as much in taxes and we tax people that work for them We tax each of them a little bit of money, right? Like 10%, 8%, whatever the amount. We'll be okay. We'll be all right. Because there's a whole lot more people that are employed than there are employers, right? You tax a little bit. You tax a little bit from each employee. 
you'll make up the difference compared to taxing the crap out of the rich who employed those people who, who provide jobs who are in the private sector, right? Jeff Bezos, for example, he is a provider of hundreds of thousands of jobs. You tax the crap out of him, which, by the way, the left would never tax Jeff Bezos um, the amount. I mean, they tax him, but they don't tax him near the amount that they tax other people. But you get my point. You tax his employees. He's got hundreds of thousands of employees, especially after COVID started. Hundreds of thousands. You tax them all a little bit of money, you'll make up the difference. It'll, It'll all add up. So that's why I'm encouraging. If, if Joe Biden ever listens to this or anyone in his cabin ever listens to something like this, do that. Tax a little bit from the employees and give the tax, sorry, give the employers tax breaks because, hey, everyone's going to be happy. You know why? Because the employer will be able to employ more people and then they're all going to have bigger paychecks And then that means the government can tax a little bit from everyone and then their budgets can be met. So that's the thing. We've been over budgeting way too much uh, this last year, right? We we say, okay, we're going to spend this much and then we end up spending five times more than what we budgeted. Why don't we do this? We budget a little bit less or we, sorry, we budget the same, but we spend a little bit less every year. And then we use the tax money to pay for the debt and pay for whatever services. By the way, the government is to serve the people. That is exactly what it is in the Constitution. We've been talking about that. The government is there to serve its people, not the other way around. So we give a little bit of our paychecks, right? We give a little bit of our paychecks so that the government can take our money and turn around and serve us. That is exactly how it works, or at least how it worked under Trump. He made sure people that were employed had a little bit more money in their, in their savings account. And then with employers, he gave them more tax breaks so that they would be able to hire more people And then what happened, though, was he never changed his budget. Trump never changed his spending budget, but he was able to still get taxes from people. And before COVID, think about it, for three years, three years straight, he was able to cut down on spending in unnecessary things that American people didn't even benefit from. Politicians benefited from it, but not not people, not Americans. Americans did not benefit from welfare very much. Actually, they suffered quite a bit. And that's why Trump was so good, because he got so many people off welfare, because they were, being, they were able to be employed, because employers weren't being taxed to death. So taxes is a pretty big thing, because I... I'm very adamant about making sure I don't pay as much in taxes, so I have a lot of write-offs. Like, I like keeping a lot of my money. I like being able to do e-commerce. That way I don't have to pay a buttload in taxes. I don't like being an employee, um, but I sure as heck like helping people get employed. That's, that's a big thing with me. I like 
making sure people are employed. I've employed people, I've fired people, I've helped people, I've been able to teach people. I've also been able to teach people how to be self-employed so that they can enjoy the fruits of, of their labor, which is, which is a very different thing. By the way, that, that what the school teaches, the school teaches become an employee so that the, you pay taxes into the government. They don't teach you to become a self-employed person so that you can evade tax. Sorry, <laughs> I almost said evade taxes, but it's, it's more so that you can help other people. Being an employer just means you're helping other people make money. That's, that's basically it. Or being self-employed makes it so that you can help your community. And that's a big thing with where I work at, at the job I work at. We are all, we're constantly talking about giving back to the community that we already are in, which in their case is giving job opportunities, giving people the chance to make money, to become an agent and sell insurance. I mean, that's, that's, I'm like, okay, that's something I can get myself into. I can totally get myself into helping other people get employed. So anyway... Uh, I think we're going to stop right there. I think this was a really good episode. After three stinking weeks of not talking to to everyone out there. I know everything's in, in the air right now. Things are just crazy. It will get a little worse, but then it's going to get so much better. And the nation's going to really unify. I think the... Honestly, let's be honest. COVID has unified the nation, and we all agree that we do not like tyrannical government. I think that is the biggest thing. When Biden says that we're going to heal and unify, we already have. Technically, we already have. I mean, Wednesday basically showed me that we've unified. It's just this 25 to 30 percent of us that just are loudmouth, and they're obnoxious, and they're annoying, and they want to control everything. While the other 70 to 75% says, no, we're, we're not going to tolerate this crap. There are, here's the thing. There are a heck of a lot more of us than there are of them. The problem is we all are employed. We all have jobs. We all have lives. We all have things going on. We're so stinking busy. We're maxed out. The people, the 70%, the 70 75% are so maxed out, usually. COVID kind of changed things up. It made everyone slow down. But I think this is the biggest problem with, with the right. We're so maxed out. We're so focused on the now that we can't think about the next 50 years. We barely can think about what's going to eat for dinner tonight because we're so busy trying to provide for what's you know our families and then ourselves and then survive right survival it's we for the last i think for the last i think 25 25 to 30 years we've been in survival mode on the right that the left just hangs out and says oh yeah we're just going to control the culture we're going to control the narrative we're going to control everything the news and then uh yeah and then we'll control politics eventually so that's Really my opinion for what's going on as the cat looks around. She's just (laughs) sitting on a dirt mound while the dog's just chewing on a stick. 
So I got to go take care of them. And thank you for listening. This has been Talking to America podcast.